0: Welcome to Bushwalkers Diary. I'm Kavita Joshi and we're going to talk about some different scenarios today in Bushwalkers Diary episode 3, season 1. I'm here with Alex Elchon. Hello Alex.
1: Hello Kavita.
0: Let's start with a scenario where people feel like they have been lost or they lose the track and how uh, they feel and what are the actions they take. So from our personal experience, Alex and I will be talking about it today. Alex have you ever been lost in the bush uh,
1: well uh, I've always made it back out and so uh, never lost too badly but I've been in a few I guess interesting situations um, some of them are, you know happen more frequently and, and an example would be in row gaining, so gaining is a sport it's quite similar to orienteering where you have to go around and look for these flags all over the place, so you get a big map and all the flags set on it, and you've got to get to as many of them as you can within a, a set time. Um, I like to do the longer ones that are twenty four hours or there's one that 's even uh, nearly twenty eight hours um, and you know it 's quite challenging because all you 're doing is, is map and compass and you 're trying to pace and and do you know a few different techniques to try and tell where you are on the map. Um, in those sort of scenarios, and this is a really important technique for anyone that's really bushwalking, is is always know where you are, you know. If you're always trying to find where you are and where you're going, you're less likely to get lost, um, because you know where you are, you know. <laughs> what you might find is that you can't, you might know where you are on the map, but you can't find what you're looking for, and that can be quite frustrating. So. I remember an early experience um, in a place called the Butterwangs, uh, down in southern New South Wales. It can be quite scrubby there and hard to walk through the bush, and um, it was our first time visiting there and we uh, knew where we were roughly on the map because we could read the contours and the topography, but there was meant to be a track on the map that was sort of marked, and often they're not marked very well, they a be inaccurate and often tracks can spread out in all different directions, especially at places like campsites or creek crossings. And we were trying to follow the track, it's not signposted or anything, and we just couldn't find it. Um, So that was quite frustrating. We had to make a decision as to whether we, you know, looked around and tried to find the track, or we just bashed, you know, pushed through the bush and uh, continued on our way, which would be slower and a bit more painful, especially when you're wearing shorts. So in that scenario, we tried to push on for a bit, but then we started using a different technique of, well, where could the track be? And maybe we'll search for it. And you just, in those scenarios, you can just move to the left and to the right. And, and hopefully you'll, come, you'll cut across the track, you know, if you walk far enough. You can think about those sort of things because you might be quite close to it and often it can be hard to see unless you sort of are almost standing on top of it. So that's not really being lost, but it's um, not finding the thing that you're after. A similar thing with row gaining, you can have these little flags in the bush and they can be hard to see, and sometimes they can be misplaced in a slightly different location to where you think they might be, um, so you can be searching around and have to try and find it, but um, what becomes more interesting is, is at night time, uh, so often people that are more competitive will rogain into the night, into the you know very late hours and maybe all through the night if they're uh, crazy enough and, and want to get quite sleep deprived, which is an interesting topic all to itself, but Uh, navigating at night is quite difficult you know no GPS uh, you're really focusing on features and you can only see things in the very short distance and if you make a mistake or you lose track of where you are it's very hard to then regain that so you're really focusing trying to find yourself all the time and I do remember um, I've had experiences there where You know, we've turned up what we thought was the right gully, so you're for example walking along a a creek and you have to turn up a gully and there should be a flag there. And you walk along and well, how do you know which gully to turn up? There's multiple gullies, you're trying to pace it, you're trying to count paces, but you might be trying to count over a couple of kilometres and that can be difficult. And we turned up a gully and we looked around and we couldn't find it. And maybe it was because we turned up the wrong gully or maybe it's because we just weren't looking well enough. And then we had to try and work out where we were from there. Were we in the right spot or not? And then we had to go through a process. So even though we didn't know exactly where we were at the time, we had a rough idea. What you then do, and this is if you do sort of get lost. And remember, this is you've been trying to plan and track where you are. So you know your rough area and you've got a map with you, which helps. Um, you then try and find a feature that you can test to see where you were so we knew that you know a kilometer or so away was a track okay a fire trail which will definitely hit so we walked in that direction just took a compass bearing until we hit the track great okay well whereabouts on the track are we? you still don't know so you look for some very specific spe- features that you'd be able to find so that could be the track moving up and down Or it could be turning left and right, sharp turns. And then you walk along the track in the direction you think it is and hopefully you'll hit it. And that confirms that you are where you are. And that's a general technique to try and, and it can be applied in different circumstances, um, to try and uh, regain your location if you are lost. But it it relies on having a bit of confidence and and it can be a little bit worrying, you know. You're just blindly, you know, you're sort of, do a bit of a plan and you go okay and you've got to follow it you know we're going to walk this way until we hit this sort of thing and then we're going to do this and and up until then you still don't know where you are um often navigation is is a, a spectrum of knowing of confidence as to how confident you are where you are you're either really confident you know you're standing in front of a signpost and it says you are here or you're in a big flat open plane and you think you're roughly in your right area but then you find little signs, little indicators, you know, a feature on the map which corresponds with where you think you are or a, a hill or a twist in a, in a, in a track. Um, they all then give you a bit more confidence as to knowing where you are. But that principle of always following where you are. And if you have a map, um, it's great to you just hold your thumb in the rough area where you are. And you, whenever you look down on your map, your thumb's there, roughly where you are. Um, but not everyone navigates with map and compass. These days we have things like GPS, which you know you just push a button and it should show you where you are. Especially if you've got a phone with a nice topographic map on it or something like that. Um, it, it's quite different. And in, in those cases, you can still get into a bit of trouble though. You know, obviously your phone or whatever you know, navigation device you're using could fail, just like you could lose your map or your compass, which I've done at times. Um, But, uh, you know, the other thing that you can have is that the map could be a bit inaccurate. The track may not be marked on the map exactly where it is in reality. Or maybe if you're walking off track, um, navigation is not just about where you are and where you want to go, but it's also about how to get there. You know, if there's a cliff in the way, well, how do you get around the cliff? Um, All these things, you know, make it more interesting and a bit of a challenge, but it's a great... Thing to experience, especially with other people. If you're there with others, you can you can learn off them and see what they do, and you can build confidence yourself in in uh, you know exploring and, and trying to get out of those scenarios. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Alex. Um, that's good to hear from you. Some uh, some of the advice and some of your own personal experience about getting lost. So sometimes we walk individually and that's one case uh, where we are feeling lost or we lose track. And there are other another scenario I feel when you're with a group. If you lose somebody or you get separated by yourself from the group. Have you ever personally experienced that uh, in your past walking experience?
1: Yeah, it's um, definitely happened a few times. Both I've become separated from a group. Um, either... You know if in a number of circumstances um and in other cases we've had other people get separated from the group i've been part of and um yeah quite quite different and um some of the more worrying i guess bushwalking experiences i've had and they've all turned out fine but at the time you can just get a bit concerned yeah definitely
0: oh wow uh, i feel like it also uh, depends whether it's daylight or dark because if it's daylight, you still have a bit of a confidence, okay, I'll be able to probably walk back or wait for the group to catch up. In diff- uh, It's a different scenario as compared to being in the dark. What do you say?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, you know, those twilight hours are probably the more worrying scenario, especially in the afternoon if someone's separated for a while, um, can be a bit worrying. It, you know, just like navigation, it's a lot harder to see at night and um, people I think become a bit more panicked as well Um, in the evening they can be tired so there's a whole bunch of factors um, which means that you know uh, it's best (laughs) best to stick together in the evening Um, there's some other things that can help though is you can actually see head torches more brightly at night Um, so sometimes you can see someone from a lot further away at night which is sort of an interesting thing but often it's a lot harder to find them if you do become separated yeah definitely
0: a personal experience that you can share Alex with us about uh, being separated from the group or if you have had anybody from the group who has lost who has been lost and did you have to any perform any rescue operation or let's say search for the person
1: yeah I sort of a funnier one was a trip I did um, with a bunch of friends from a bushwalking club uh, on a lovely river in, in summer uh, a new area for me, and uh, it was quite enjoyable. We did lots of swimming that day, uh, and at lunchtime we sort of you know, had a nice lunch. Sat down, uh, you know, boil. I I remember boiling um, some water and trying to make some tea out of uh, some leaves that I found. It was a bit of fun, but at, at, towards the end of the lunch, I, I I just enjoy sitting down and sitting down whenever I can and sort of taking a rest if I can in the bush. It's very very relaxing and peaceful
0: I agree yes
1: it's just quite special and I was doing this uh, towards the end of lunch and the leader sort of gave you know a five minute warning oh we're getting ready to go off and then everyone started to get up and leave and I've walked a fair bit with this person before so though you know used to me sort of lagging at the end Uh, and it was sort of oh, I'll just catch up you know I'll just be a moment and I'll catch up Um, but something happened and i fell asleep Um, so (laughs) as you do yeah as you do you know relaxing with my lovely hat on next to a peaceful little creek and uh you know i fell asleep and I, i i eventually woke up again not knowing how long i'd been asleep for and the party was nowhere to be seen so from their perspective they probably assumed i was just a little bit behind and from my perspective i had no idea how much further away they were and they probably weren't waiting for me because they thought I was just going to be a bit behind Um, you know it it depends on the relationship you have with your leader um, or a group in this case you know they know I've done a lot of walking with them so they're not going to be too worried if I become separated in a scenario like that. They assume I'll be able to work it work it out. But um, I think,
0: uh, I, as far as I know, you have a lot of experience with navigation and people have more confidence in your ability in that sense as well that you will be able to find your way to the campsite.
1: Yeah, yeah. If something goes wrong, I should be able to work it out. And, you know, you, you, different groups act differently. If, if I was the leader and there was someone that I didn't know as well, well, I'd definitely be making sure the group was together. But in this case, you know, they let me be Um, but yeah obviously overslept I wasn't meant to sleep at all so luckily in this case where I knew that we're following a creek even though I hadn't been there before and I'm not even sure if I personally had a map I normally have a map of some sort because I I like to carry a map Um, can be quite helpful but you know i just had to keep walking down creek but in order to catch up with them i had to walk quite far so i sort of bolted off down this creek rock hopping my way down and going through pools and all that sort of stuff Um, and it was uh, you know it took me a little while actually I was quite surprised maybe half an hour or or more um, to actually catch up with the last person and they were sort of going oh what happened why did it take you so long and I had to you know tell them you know obviously why I'd become separated and look luckily that was pretty straightforward because the navigation there was easy you are just following I knew where they were going they were going down Creek I couldn't really miss them Often um, scenarios can happen where a group will overtake the rest of the group, or a person will overtake the rest of the group. One of an early an early walk I did, um, we had a really big party. We had maybe 20 something people, you know, really big. And we're walking down, or, or up actually, the Shoalhaven River, which is a lovely river, uh, quite a lo- long river in New South Wales. And it's got these big, long bends. And what had happened is the group had spread out, and some of the party decided to cut over a corner, so go up and over as opposed to around a big bend, but not all the party did, and they were sort of in the middle, and they actually overtook the front of the party, but the front of the party didn't know that, so we were sort of going, "Oh, where are these people? We waited for them, we couldn't find them. We then sort of raced back and I oh, got to the end of the group oh, I don't know where they are." Uh, and, uh, you know, they were nowhere to be seen. So that was sort of an interesting one where, you know, eventually we worked it out. We kept walking and they stopped eventually and we all caught up. And that was fine. Um, and each group within themselves would have been fine because you've got a few people. But, you know, it was a little bit worrying at the time. Um, but having comp- you know experienced people really do make a difference in those scenarios. You can sort of trust that they'll make... Um, appropriate decisions uh, even if they make a mistake or become separated sometime when you know it's not ideal hopefully they'll do the right things to sort of um, come back together as a group so you know in that case it was fine um, but it can definitely go wrong um, we, we had another scenario where um, we we're part of a group and someone it was at the end of the group a bit slower um, and we were sort of waiting for them occasionally and uh, we walked up a bit of a hill section on a track and waited at the top, you know, um, for 15 minutes or so, and they they didn't turn up. And we thought oh, that was a bit funny. Waited a little bit longer, still didn't turn up. Walk back down the track and they were nowhere to be seen we just couldn't find them and you know we went, well oh, gee something's gone wrong they couldn't have gone past us because we're on the track where have they gone how have they gotten lost and um you know it, it then turned into and this person we didn't know that well um so we didn't know their experience or what they would do in a scenario like this um, ended up you know, being quite a large search by our group over a long period of time, looking all around the area, calling out, doing things like that, searching. Um, and eventually we sent someone back. I was sent back towards the car park because you know, it was an overnight walk, we're getting towards the end of it, um, to go sort of get some external help. Um, and uh, when that finally arrived, um, a bit of a search party, Um, Amazingly, the person walked into the car park. So um, it was just, we had completely blown away how how that could have happened. And and what essentially happened, the person must have stumbled off the track at some stage. Um, But instead of sort of stopping and then trying to find the track again, they kept pushing on through the bush. And it was sort of interesting because they'd already walked that way. They probably, you know, having already been over... Um, a section of track you know it's helpful to be aware of your surroundings and, and keep keep in mind if you're going out and back what things look like so you know, if you stumble off a track definitely stop and then try and find it again you know don't keep pushing on um, because if you stop your parties and you know that you've just become a little bit separated from your group they'll probably go back and try and find you you know if you're not far away And that's where most people do get separated when they're just close by and they just sort of get a little bit separated and they might take a wrong turn don't try to keep pushing on just stop because your party will come back and find you if you're near where you were previously if you go walk off somewhere completely differently because you don't have a map or know where you're going well you could be anywhere and that just changes things completely so what we think happened is they went off got a bit you know went in a bit of a funny direction somehow skirted around where we were and we were calling out and everything and they obviously couldn't hear us um and then you know we took off left and then they eventually found a track again and made their way back to the car park which was good that they could do that that was really great because it was getting late and we were getting a bit worried about what had happened we were sort of thought that maybe they'd had a heart attack or something had happened to them because you know it didn't make sense that we wouldn't find them on the track or near the area where they were Um, but it just goes to show that you know it was a good good outcome in the end a bit worrying at the time for you know the participants and probably the person that got lost but a good example of if you do lose your group best to stay where you are you know and they should come back for you you know that's that's and that's good practice and if you do notice that someone's lost from your group go back and search for them and stop regularly to make sure you have a full group
0: yeah i think that's one of the best practices in the groups i walk is uh, they call tail end or charlie you actually appoint a person there's a leader at the front who is actually navigating in off track situation or leading the group and they always appoint a person at the very back who's a skill they are more aware it's better to get somebody who knows the area or who whose skills you are more confident so you sh- make sure that person is at the end and make sure that person is making sure Uh, everybody is in the group in the same area and not walking off by themselves sometimes people actually stop if they're really tired or want to have a sip of water or want to take a toilet break stuff like that and then it's very easy for the group to keep walking if they don't tell anybody Mm. and if you have a Charlie you can always tell the Charlie and the Charlie will either inform rest of the group to slow down or stop Or make sure they wait for that person so because if there is a new person in your group who doesn't know the area doesn't know the track and not not very confident in walking faster to be able to find rest of the group it's very easy to lose that last person one or two person in the group Uh, luckily I have not experienced being lost as much because uh, I some of the things I do to avoid that is walk with always some with somebody not be alone because when you're lost with a group or with some people it's always a bit more confidence in you that you're not alone and you don't feel panic as much as I feel we have I have been with a group and I have felt like okay leader is taking some more time to navigate to the right direction or to find the track but at least you're all in the group together and it's always easy to help each other if somebody is more stressed about being lost and stuff like that and another reason is uh, Uh, i feel like i always uh, start early so when you even if you feel lost you have enough uh daylight hours to be able to find your track back and also knowing the group leader and the other people in the group and their abilities because some people like to be very independent and that doesn't sometimes work when you have to work with a team if they feel like oh I'm really fast the group is slow and they go faster ahead of leader that I find it's very um, bit hard to mm. keep the group together
1: mm. yeah it's not just people at the back that can get separated often it's people at the front who are you know there's a the common practice of stop at every intersection is is really important because you may think you know the way and you may walk the right way and the group might go another way um, or you may have it wrong uh, there's a whole bunch of reasons why you may take a wrong turn and it's really frustrating as a leader to get to an intersection and people that are in front of you you know not being there because then what do you do do you, do you know you don't know which way they've gone yep
0: I have experienced those things in many scenario including friends because when you go out with friends it's hard to de- define a leader So you're all in an equal uh, state and uh, everybody thinks, okay, we are walking together. I particularly remember a scenario walking in uh, Romania where three of us were there. My friend, she got us into climbing that mountain on that particular day. And I feel like um, I had more uh, navigation practice than her. So I was navigating her and she also invited some other person we didn't know much because he also wanted to go and climb that mountain three of us I knew her and we both did you know this guy we were hiking and he was in the front so most of the time we were hiking together But uh, my friend she was a bit slow let's say I was in the middle and this guy was quite fit and uh, uh, looked like he, he wanted to go faster so we started getting separated so I kept waiting for the uh, my friend every now and then and I kept an eye on her even if I was let's say 50 or 100 meter ahead of her at some point I lost track of the guy uh, and I couldn't see him. So we decided, okay, how about we just find next intersection. Hopefully he will be waiting for us. And we get there, he's not there. And now we realize we have given all the food to him. We were carrying some gear and he was carrying some other stuff. And all the food for lunch was in his backpack. (laughs) And now we get to an intersection and we are not sure where he's gone. The ideal way to the mountains was to the left. Uh, and the guy could have gone to the right there was only two ways but we there was no reception we try phone signal my friend tried to see if she can call him no no response and now we're thinking whether we wait here or go find him we don't even know how capable he is about hiking and whether he can find his own way what to do so that was a very very stressing scenario for both of us Luckily, we had a family. We didn't see anybody in the mountain for the last four hours, let's say. And suddenly, this family with some kids were coming down one track. And we asked them, have you seen this um, guy with this description? And they said, yes, we saw them, we saw him half an hour away. I was like, wow, okay, he's gone up a bit higher than uh, we expected. So we're following the track. And we're hoping he will wait for us somewhere. But no, we didn't see him for next one hour. And it was around one to two P.M., and it was way too late for lunch for us. We were tired, but the m- mistake we made was to put all the food in his bag because we had other like ropes and some uh, first aid kit, so we were trying to share the load of the gear. But having the food in his bag was the hardest bit because now we want to stop for lunch, irrespectively whether it's there or not, but we can't because he has all the food anyways we keep going up the mountain finally found him and talked to him about it and he was like oh i've been hiking everywhere and people don't mind if i go ahead but it was hard to explain to him and and i I felt like he was not uh, able to understand the fact that if you sharing gear if you're sharing food and all these things you have to be in the group you have to work as a team and not leave for example, I kind of uh, was thinking about a scenario. If one of us had some injury, one of um, two of us girls uh, could have fallen down somewhere, got bitten by a snake. What then? If you three are all separate, there's usually a good uh, way to be um, able to call help if you all three are together, But now the guy had left. I was thinking if one of us had any problem, who is going to stay with the person injured and who is going to go call for help. Mm. So I felt very um, disorganized in that way. And since then I have decided always to make sure not to. do hike with people I don't know much about or at least have this decision early on at the very beginning of the track that, okay, this is the way we're gonna hike, are you okay with it? And talk about these simple scenarios, like if you are faster than us, are you okay to stop and wait at any the, in the intersection? So these communications come really handy when you're actually hiking in a place where there's no signal, you can't call each other. What do you think, Alex?
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, and obviously you had an extra complicating factor of him having some of your gear and it's a really important consideration whenever you're going to split gear up, which you know does happen. People, friends of often that go on walks might share a tent, and, and that's the funniest one. You know, some person might have the poles, and the other person has the whatever. <laughs> and yeah, there's been scenarios where someone's pulled out of a walk or whatever's happened, and they just haven't ended up at the same place together, and you know, so someone's got half a tent, um, which is useless. You know, food's even worse. Really, you should always carry your own or your own food or at least enough food for you to get by you know Mm. terrible if you have to eat breakfasts all day (laughs) you know (laughs) porridge breakfast lunch and dinner but you'll survive but if you've got nothing if all you've got is a rope and someone else has got all the breakfasts and rest the food, well, you might be in a bit of trouble. Yeah, I
0: think the same happens with the gear shelter, for example. If you start raining, thunderstorm comes, and one person is way ahead of you. So how do you decide where to stop and make a shelter for the thunderstorm, for example? Yeah. Or having first aid is very important. Either you, the whole group walks together, or everybody has their own first aid group, because the group I walk with... Sydney Bushwalker Club. They always suggest that everybody have their own personal first aid kit. For, just for that reason, because if you separate from the group or you have a particular requirement for some medicine and stuff, only you know that, and you can carry that for the, yourself and be safe in that way. Thanks Alex for sharing the stories about getting lost and some information about what to do in that case
1: no worries it's uh, always fun to chat and there's so much more to talk about
0: just like getting lost in the bush there are so many more topics we can talk about like walking in the dark not having enough food or water we will come back with some more of those stories in future in coming episodes for you guys we would love to hear Any of your experiences or any messages you would like to send us. And you can do that via Anchor app. Or if you personally know us, you can send those things via message on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for listening to us in episode 3, season 1. Here I am, Kavita Joshi and Alex Olchin. Thanks everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.